What's up, everybody? Welcome to the For the Youth podcast, where we help the youth of today become the change for tomorrow. If you're watching this podcast for the first time, let us know. Shoot us a comment down below, whether you're listening to on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Share this with a friend. I um, really believe it's going to help you today. Um, but before we get started, um, really get into things, let me introduce ourselves. My name is Dakari, um, and this is... I'm Aaron Judkins. Some people call me A.A. Ron. Um, I I just need I'm gonna go on air and say our our tagline is pretty cheesy. It is cheesy. The youth of today, today become the change. So cheesy, but whatever. <laughs> it is cheesy, but it's it it works. You know what I'm saying? It's catchy. It's like it's like you won't forget it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, uh, that's the problem. I can't forget it. Yeah, it's stuck now. It's like a jingle. Like, <laughs> like what? what? Like a jingle? You know, like the for like commercials. <laughs> What's yeah. like the all right? If you had to, if you had to pick a jingle, like first one that comes to your hair right now, what is it? I don't know. Call 1-800-STEAMERS. Stanley Steamers. Yo, why is Steamers your first one? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like a State Farm one. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't it? know. I don't even know if they have, all, do they have all, a jingle. All, all I think of now is like all the Pat Mahomes commercials with State Farm. Oh, my Farm. gosh. With or, the light skin Jake from State Farm. And he was throwing the, uh, the, the cornhole bags. Yeah. He just kept making yeah, all of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, that's great. I that one and my mom works for Geico, so like the fifteen minutes or whatever. I, I used to work for Geico. Did you really? Yeah, dude. What? Tell me yeah. about that real quick. It was amazing. I, I love my my two other than the church. My two favorite places to work were uh, Starbucks and Geico. That's tight. Great companies. Oh yeah, you did work at Starbucks. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Which one did you work at? In Florida. Oh dang. Well, yeah. I don't know how you remember yeah. that. Yeah, I don't even know about that one. <laughs> All right, let's um, talk about Jesus. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into it today. Um, but we just want to. We're just really gonna dig into some evangelism okay. today. Let's do you it. Know, a little event, a little off yeah. the dome. off the dome. Um, but Aaron's just gonna be talking to us about a little bit about that. I'm asking some questions. We're gonna dig into it. Um, and if you have questions that you want to um, hear more about this topic, maybe dig into it a little bit more. You can comment down below. We'll be sure to get back to you. Or you can um, just message us on Instagram, LifePoint.Youth. That'll be down at the bottom. All the ways you can contact us with that or more questions. But let's get into it, man. Let's do it. Um, so I've known you for a long time. They might not know you as well as I do, but I, we've known each other for like a half a time. decade now. Yeah, like it's been a time. minute. Um, connected with you on Instagram a yep. week ago. Yep. And um, got coffee a few times, hung out. Um, but ever since I met you, I've just always known you as like Aaron the Evangelist. Like mm. you're always talking about Jesus, always wanting people to know him, and you always find like a way and an avenue for someone to um, just connect with you. And eventually get them to that point when they're walking a relationship with the Lord. And so Thanks, it's just man. very like, it's just been inspired to me and like on my walk. Cause I think for, I think for, I can say this for a lot of people, I think one of the hardest things as a believer, like in, in our current time, like besides persecution on those things, like is just sharing the gospel. Like yeah. it always comes across as like, yes, it's a, it's a duty in our, in our Christian walk. And we want, like, we should have a joy in, in sharing for sure, it. For sure. But I think there's a lot of stigmas and things that come with it that make it hard yeah. for someone, especially that's new in their walk, to dig into um, what it really means to share the gospel. And so I guess really my first question is this, is what are some like easy tools you'd give someone um, to help share the gospel maybe for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Real quick, I, I want to do something different yeah uh you mind if i pray yeah let's podcast? go let's okay. go ahead see y'all i'm a heathen obviously i didn't pray but let's go ahead it's okay we'll, we'll get there <laughs> jesus thank you so much for um our our time together right now i thank mm. you for the opportunity to um 
honestly, just talk about your your will, talk about your word, yeah. talk about your mission, God. You you literally, Jesus yourself said that you've come to seek and to save the lost, that you would leave 99 found to go seek the one that was lost. So, Lord, I pray that you'd reveal your heart for evangelism yes, right God. now over Thank the you. next few minutes. Um, God, I pray, uh, just like any sermon we preach, anytime we touch a stage, that it wouldn't be my words, it wouldn't be Dakari's words, mm. Lord, but but that your words would be uh, magnified, which just means that they would be lifted higher and, and hold more weight than any of my, our words, Lord. So um, give us wisdom. Help yes, this conversation to be um, enlightening. Help it to be uh, applicable. And um, I just pray that we have a good time while doing it. So your name we pray. Amen. 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 Come on now. Aaron, keeping us holy in here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, what, what was the practical, question Practical. What are some practical ways um, that yeah. someone that is a new believer, maybe is just had never shared the gospel before? Yeah. Yeah. What are some practical ways they can do that? Yeah. Uh, I, I think of this person, um, I, you and I have, have talked about it mm-hmm. a little bit, um, but I think of a person in the Bible and he's actually the only person in the Bible that uh, goes by the title, The Evangelist. And his name's Philip. Mm-hmm. His name's Philip the Evangelist. And let me try to find it um, right here. It's in Acts chapter 8. If you have your Bibles, you can... Yeah, we're going to do a little Bible study right we'll, now. We'll drop the... You'll see the scripture pop up below, too. The oh, Sky Bible. So. Cool. It's not right there. Right? If you're on the podcast, you won't see it. You you're just going to have to get we'll your Bible. just going to have to talk. So there's only one person that actually had the title, the evangelist in mm-hmm. the Bible, and his name is Philip, Philip yeah. the evangelist. So I'm like, okay, if if he was known for the like being an evangelist, I want to study his life to yeah. see what he did mm-hmm. um, to reach lost people with the yeah. gospel of Jesus Christ. So That's there's good. a story of this, him and this, uh, this Ethiopian eunuch, which I'm not going to go into great detail as to far what that means but essentially it's it's philip and this person he doesn't know yeah it, and not only does he doesn't know this person but this person doesn't know god he doesn't know jesus so mm. um in our context it could be that person at school that you may not know but you're like god's asking you or telling you tugging at your heart hey go talk to them about me yeah that's good and you don't know how to do it so yeah. I, I think there's some things that we can learn from philip in this um verse 26 of chapter 8 it says this now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza or Gaza. I don't know. It's one of those <laughs> words. And I'm reading in the uh, ESV version. This is a desert place. Verse 27. And then he rose and he went. And there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, um, who was in charge of all of her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and returning seated in his chariot and he was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said to Philip, go over and join in this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, do you understand what you're reading? And the eunuch said, how can I unless somebody guides me? And he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the passage of the scripture which he was reading was this, like a sheep he was led to the slaughter and like a slam before its shearer is silent, so he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, about whom, I ask you, does this prophet say this? Is he talking about himself or someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And later on in the scripture, he would go on, 
to talk about um, uh, how the eunuch would come to faith in Jesus yeah. and then get baptized. The eunuch's like, what, what's stopping me from getting baptized? There's some water right there. Let's go. That's exactly yeah. what said. There's some water right there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few things we can learn from Philip in this. Yeah. Um, the first thing, the, the first thing we've got to do uh, when it comes to evangelism is uh, hear the voice of the Lord. Mm. I, I think so often we're just like, I got to share the gospel with every single person ever, um, which, which a part of that is true. But really, uh, the Bible says this, I plant you water, but God mm-hmm. gives the increase. Yeah. Um, so with that, it's really important that what we do is we listen for when the Holy Spirit is saying, go talk to that person. Yeah, that's really good. And that has to be followed up with yeah. immediate obedience. It says this, um, as soon as the angel told Philip to go to, to Gaza, um, verse 27 says this, and he rose and he went, mm. and then he met the eunuch. Here's what I learned. Sometimes God's going to ask you to do some really random stuff that, that doesn't really make sense, and you don't know why he's asking yeah. you to do that stuff. Obey anyways. Just do it. Obey anyways. Yeah, so that's that, good. That, the first thing is hear the voice of the Lord. Second thing is obey the voice of the Lord. And, and here's the cool thing. Um, the angel, uh, God, Holy Spirit, didn't tell Philip he was going to meet someone that didn't know mm. Jesus. He just told Philip to go. Yeah. Philip didn't ask questions. He didn't argue with God. He didn't say, man, that's a long journey. He just said, okay, how many? T- how how different would our lives look like if the Holy Spirit said, hey, I just want you to go inside rather yeah. than go through uh, or pay at the gas pump. That's and rather good. than asking why, we just go inside. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And even if it's not to share the gospel, it's just to met, like, because there's people all the time, like, you'll meet someone or run into someone like... Like today, we literally just had it happen yeah, to us. Yeah. Like there were some guys carrying furniture in the room we were recording the podcast yeah. in, and um, we actually had to push the podcast back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I was like trying to find some gear and stuff like that, but we ended up meeting these two people, which we wouldn't have met. We would have been yeah. done. We would have yeah. been out of here. Yep. And now they're coming to church with Aaron on Sunday. It's like a it, crazy God thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. We just had to be obedient. Yeah. Like he, he told us to do this. We moved up here. Our whole plans got hijacked, <laughs> and now someone's going to come to church, and yeah. I just pray in the name of Jesus, he's going to come to yeah, know come Jesus. So, um, so hear the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Obey the voice of the Lord. That's good. Then I love this, man. Um, it said that uh, there was a eunuch who was riding alongside, and I, I'm just going to paraphrase it because I, I know, I know the, this part. Um, uh, other translations say he, he saw from afar the mm. eunuch in the chariot and yeah. the Holy Spirit said, go run next to him. Here's the third thing we've got to do. We've got to be in close proximity to people who do not know Jesus. Yeah. If you look around and, and you look in your phone and the only people you text are Christians, it's going to be <laughs> really hard for you to make a difference in the yeah. lost world. That's good. If the only people you're hanging out with regularly know and are following Jesus well, you're not going to you're not going to make a difference. Mm-mm. I remember I was convicted of this uh I don't remember, but a long time ago, uh I, I felt this call to reach lost people. Yeah. And I, I felt this call to evangelize, but then God said, "Okay, um go ahead and text someone that you love that doesn't know Jesus." And I couldn't do it. Mm. So then I like bumped that. I I've got to change my whole life and I've got to place myself around people who do not know Jesus. So that's the other thing. You've got to walk closely with people who don't know Jesus. That's good. Close proximity. Like get down into the nitty-gritty of their life. So yeah. we just talked about Jerome. Mm-hmm. I have every intention of now getting coffee with Jerome, learning yeah. about his life so I can walk closely with him. Yeah, that's um, good. Cuz so many times believers, us Christians, we're so we're so bad at this. Uh we try to get 
like we'll introduce ourselves and yeah. then try to just share the gospel immediately <laughs> and don't know anything about their story. No. And we, that's we bulldoze over every like here, no, no, I need to give you something. Yeah. It's like a like I have something better for you, yes, but at the same time there's like there's no relationship. No though. relationship. Yeah. And and yeah, it's frustrating. Don't don't be that person. Don't be that person. Don't be the person that there will be times when the Holy Spirit says, Stop yes. right now and share the gospel. Um, but that won't be every single person. That won't you gotta get in close relationship mm-hmm. with them. Um the second thing, I love this. Um uh Philip asked questions. Yeah. I think if you want to be a good evangelist, you have to be interested in actually interested in other people's lives. That's good. He didn't just go up and say, hey, I need you to know the the angel sent me to you to tell you about this guy named Jesus. No, he walked next to him, got close to him, and started asking him him questions about his life. Mm. Philip didn't talk about how God changed his life. Philip Mm -mm. didn't talk about all this amazing stuff that God wants to do in his life. He just stopped and asked questions to the eunuch. And he said, in this case, the eunuch was reading the Bible. But, But Philip said, do you know what you're ta- do you know what you're reading? Um, if you want to be a good evangelist, ask questions about people's yeah, lives. That's good. Hey, what's your story? Yeah. What's your family situation mm-hmm. like? Like uh, what 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 are you most passionate about? Yeah. Um what what's the saddest thing that ever happened in your life? What's mm. the greatest thing that's ever happened in your life? Yeah, that's Get good. to know people. And then here's the last point. Um he pointed it back to Jesus. Yeah. He asked questions and then pointed it back to Jesus. Mm. Here's what I love. As Philip asked questions, the eunuch eventually asked Philip a question, yep. and he pointed it back to Jesus. That's so good. If you Come if on. you listen to the Holy Spirit, Come on. you obey the voice of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you get in close relationship with lost people, you ask them a ton of questions, there will come a point in time when they ask you a question, and then you point it back to Jesus. That's so good. You, you say, all this is because of Jesus who loves you and died for you and wants to be in a relationship with you and wants to change your life. Yeah. And I've seen it time and time again with people I love. Um, one of my baristas in, in Richmond, like this is this is the process I'm walking in mm-hmm. right now. He hasn't asked me a single question about my family. Yeah. Not yet. But I'm asking him every single day questions about his life and what he's doing. And there will come a point in time when he's sad and hurting and needs help. And he's going to ask me, Aaron, how do you have so much joy? How do you? He actually said this. He didn't ask the question yet, but he said this. He said, Aaron, I don't know what it is with you and your friends, but every single time y'all walk in here, you have the craziest amount of joy. I've never seen you sad. Mm. And on his worst day, he's going to come to me. He's going to text me or call me. Or I'll be in the store, and he's gonna say, yeah. "Aaron, I'm at a low point, and I want what you got. You gotta tell me what it is." And Come then on. it's Jesus. It's Jesus. So that's what I think of with evangelists. That's, that's the so that's good. the quick. Sorry, I know I know I rambled a little bit. <laughs> no, dude, that was great. That's like, and I think the thing to learn too is this is the one thing that I'm picking up, and I feel like I think there's another thing, um, especially I've seen it in my life in sharing the gospel that has just got to be. Not just in alignment with scripture, but just like the character of Jesus. Like yeah. your attitude has to match. So good. Oh. Like, like if you if your attitude towards people naturally is not a a life giving. This is great. Like we're in a this series really of overflow good. right now for the church. Like if it's not overflowing yeah. with with joy and gratitude. Not saying that you won't have hard moments, but like if your natural inclination is to be rude. Yeah. And to think you know it all. Yep. And there's a prideful air like. You, 
like you're only sharing half of the gospel, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I totally agree. Like there has to be a graceful approach yeah. to it. And yeah. so I like like in that, like you say, like the joy it shows it's different because if we're honest, there's a lot of people in this world that don't know what joy is. Yeah. They know what happiness is. Yeah. Yeah. They they know those temporary fulfillments. Yeah, that's so good. But that moment that he's gonna ask you that question, he's asking for he was like, I want the thing that's gonna fill me the most. Yeah, that's yep. That's you know strong. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. And so it's just like like I just picked that up. Like I love that. Like, yeah. like you and I don't you didn't say it, but you said it. Like you've gotta have like there's gotta be an added there's an attitude that's different about so, it. So I'm glad you said that. So another another scripture that that has like wrecked my life. Uh, First Thessalonians one verses five mm. through nine. Yeah, it says this: um, Our gospel came to you. That's the good. message of Jesus came to you, not only in words, <laughs> but it came in miraculous working power. It just says power, but that word means mirac- like signs and wonders. Yeah. So we still do believe that stuff happens yeah, today. Come on. Prophecy, visions, mm-hmm. miraculous healings, all that stuff still happens today. Um, it comes in power. It comes in the Holy Spirit. It comes in full conviction. And then the next verse is so amazing. He says this, and you know what kind of men we we prove to be among you for your sake. Mm. Essentially, he's saying, you know the lifestyle we lived, yeah. that the message we were preaching was the message we were living. Mm. And then verse nine says this. It says, because of that, you turned to God from idols to serve the That's living so and true God the king named Jesus. Come on, dude. So like like if 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 we want to be if we want to see our friends that don't know Jesus, our family that don't know Jesus come to know Jesus. It's not just by telling them about Jesus. It's by living out the gospel of Jesus Christ in front of their eyes. That's so good. Every single day and eventually. Yeah. They're going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. They're going to say I want what you got. They yeah. what you I want that joy you have. I saw you lose your I saw you lose somebody you love most, yet you didn't miss a beat. You were still encouraging. You were still loving. You were still kind. Yeah. I saw someone yell at you, cut you off in traffic, and you still you blessed them. You Come smiled on. at them. Yeah. But what is wrong with you? And then you get to say, I the gospel. Jesus yeah. is what so that's really good. That yeah, you just got my wheels turned. Dude, that's great, bro. Come on, dude. Hey y'all, this has been this has been a great conversation today. I love it. Um, I have one more question for you. Yeah. This is like kind of, it's still in the same room what we're talking about, but it's just like if you, so in sometimes with our team, like at Spotsy, we'll do this thing. We could do high, low, buffalo. Oh, yeah. Um, What's buffalo? So high is like good. Yeah. Low is like, hey, what can we work on for next yeah. week? And buffalo is an awkward moment. Okay. So if you had a buffalo in event, like, has there ever been like an evangelist oh, Buffalo moment? Like, g- give me one right Dude, now. I'm so glad you asked this because me and Michael Gregory, um, literally, we're talking about this downstairs in the, oh in the my kitchen. Gosh. So when I was in Richmond, um, like, I, I'm just, I'm an outgoing person. Yeah, I, I, I meet people, I love people. Mm. I'll pray, I'll pray with anybody. Ask them their names, all that stuff. Well, during 21 days of prayer, when I first got down to Richmond. Um, <laughs> uh, we were handing out water bottles. So mm-hmm. people would walk. They're on their way to work and stuff. Uh, we saw yeah. a lot of construction workers, yeah. random people. So we had extra water bottles. So I'd, I'd regularly ask people, hey, you want a water bottle? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and most of the time people are like, yeah, thank you so much. That's so kind. And then I give them a water bottle. You know, we get to talk about church. Like, you know, why are you giving this to me? You know, yeah. Like, I, God loves you. Yeah. Stuff. Well, this one guy, This I'm so glad you asked this, bro. This one guy, um, uh, he was walking by. I said, yo, yo. 
He looks and he turns. I said, yo, you want a water bottle? And no kidding, he didn't miss a beat. He said, nah, bro, I want you to leave me alone. <laughs> oh. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, no, no problem. Like, I didn't, I was like, I didn't mean nothing by it. I just wanted, he said, nah, bro, I got a drink in my hand. You think I want a water bottle? I was like, yeah. Like, I wasn't sure, like, you, you thirsty and stuff. He's like, yeah, whatever. And then I was like, dog. And then trying to still, like, pursue him and be kind. I was like, yo, I, I like the watch on your wrist because I noticed he had a watch on. He said, yeah, I don't need no water bottle. I'm wearing two Rolexes. Leave me alone. And I was like, okay, good to know. <laughs> And then left. I'll never forget that. I said, you want a water bottle? He said, no, I want you to leave me alone. (laughs) Me me and Michael were literally talking about this. He said, that's the worst it's going to get. And if that's Mm. the worst it's going to get, we should always be willing to share the gospel. Like, my life wasn't in danger. Yeah. Like, that guy, I I don't know. Like, that didn't impact me. Mm -hmm. We should not be afraid. Yeah. Like, he he was aggressive in his tone towards me. And I'm fine. We should never be afraid of people's responses. That's so good. Um, and that that's the worst it's going to get. No, leave me alone. I got two Rolexes. I'm like, cool, man. Cool, man. I think I even asked him if I could have one. And then he cussed at me. But <laughs> it's, fine. it's good. You know, but anyway. But, dude, that's that's great, bro. That's yeah. funny. Dude, if you guys have any Buffalo moments from when you shared the gospel, maybe some weird thing that's happened, shoot it in the comments. I know I got a few myself, but we'll get to that next time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm so thankful for y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in today for the podcast for the youth, where we help the youth of today become the change for oh, tomorrow. Man. We love you guys, and we'll see y'all next week. See y'all next week. Thanks for joining us on the For the Youth podcast, where we help the youth of today become the change for tomorrow. If you like this podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, and share with a friend or two or three. And don't forget to follow us on all social media at lifepoint.yth.